0: The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. You're listening to In The Corner with Benny Mac. Unfiltered, uncensored and unforgiving. Here's the man in the corner, Benny Mac. The two nights extravaganza is done Wrestlemania only one of the shows we've been talking about since pretty much January is done and dusted and even the Raw after Wrestlemania is done and dusted as well so on episode what did I say this was episode 47 (laughs) of In The Corner joining me from across the pond my tag team partner
1: Mr. Tyler how are you sir? Manny, I am doing fantastic. We got a WrestleMania-sized episode. I can't wait to talk about it. And we've got a lot, let me tell you. You just mentioned it. Two nights of the grandest stage of them all where Immortals are born. It's Mania season, and it's time to discuss it.
0: And we won't even, we won't go two nights. We might go two hours, but we're not going to go two nights.
1: Yeah, we're not going to go two nights. Yeah, two hours, we we may want to make sure we preference to everyone. We're only going to go probably a couple hours. I, yeah. I may have gotten so excited, I thought we were going to go two nights. Hell no. <laughs> yeah. we have got I sleep know, to if, be if had. If he put us up to that, he, he's in charge of creative, and he's like, Tyler, I appreciate the enthusiasm, the passion, but no means no. We're not doing yeah. that. Yes, so
0: no always means no's, ladies and gents um yeah wrestlemania weekend uh done and dusted um raw i've literally just finished watching it as we uh, as we record um but weirdly probably not the biggest news to come out of this weekend in terms of results i mean in terms of results and stuff but uh endeavor ufc wwe i can't help but start the show with this because what does this mean? I know although we had Triple H come out on Raw and say nothing's going to change, basically, how long before Vince goes with that new moustache he's got and says, bye-bye, Papa H, (laughs) I want control again. So I am genuinely... Triple H made me feel better by watching Raw, but is it just like a thing of saying, yeah, it'll be fine? (laughs) So I'm I'm quite concerned about maybe the next uh, three, four months of WWE, really.
1: It could be. You know, Triple H, I think that's what it was. He was trying to make sure everybody was uh, felt a sense of, of relief because of uh, the big news because he kind of alluded to the announcement. I did get to catch some clips and highlights as I talked to Benny off air. I did not get to view Raw yet, but definitely you were hearing a lot of buzz about it, and roughly so, and especially with Mania. But, Benny, for this Endeavor deal, I, I think, too, that Vince has always wanted to do this. We've always heard rumblings of even Shane wanting to have some kind of business uh, agreement with a, the UFC even before Endeavor got a hold of it. So, and we we've seen so much MMA crossover. I, I think it it makes sense that Endeavor would uh, you know buy WWE and have them and UFC under one roof, and you got two of the most recognizable brands. So, as far as a business deal. This is huge. I mean, maybe people don't agree with it, and I know some, even some of the talent, may be uncertain. I think that's also the message we could take away from Triple H's uh, opening promo as well. He he was trying to reassure a lot of the uh, the men and women that hey, it's still going to be the same then, now, and forever WWE, uh, but definitely, you know, things are going to be different and unique because of the Endeavor deal. I think he was respecting it. Yeah, just he was also saying just because Vince was making the deal that, hey, I, I'm still here. I, I think he's he's that conscious that that helps us all, even though I, I do respect what Vince has done, his accomplishments. Uh, I mean, what what do you think? I didn't mean to go so long-winded, but I was trying no, to no. kind of break down from his promo and hearing the news of Endeavor, <laughs> actually, of WWE. Let me go back being sold to them, that, them buying uh, World Wrestling Entertainment and having UFC and them together.
0: I'm... Do you know my biggest concern? Again, I, I, I sent you know I uh, sort of mirror your sentiments. Really, Vince did a lot for the business, WWF especially WWE. You know, uh, you know, he's done a hell of a great job <laughs> up to a point. You know, I like the fact, or at least like yeah. it seems like Triple H is in charge. We don't see him in front of the camera very often, which is quite nice. Um, so it's not it's more of a special moment when he does come out like he did on Raw. He, op- he opened the show, introduced the undisputed champion and stuff like that. Um, but my, my main I'm, – I'm not sure about the deal I, in terms of business, cent, I guess. Why not? Like you said, the crossovers, you know, maybe that would make it a lot more free mm-hmm. to do those things, you know, when needed and when the moment, the time's rare and maybe like Manias or Summer Slams or maybe someone crosses over again like a Brock or a Ronda, but maybe they come from UFC right. rather than WWE to UFC. Well, I mean, obviously Ronda came – you know, from UFC to WWE and Brock went and then came back. But, you know, maybe there's some, you know, cro- cro- crossovers that could happen easier now because of the relationship. But my, bi- I think my on oh, genuinely, Todd, I think I'm not going to sit here and pretend everything we've seen since Triple H taken over has been spot on. I think we touched upon that a few weeks ago. But generally, but we have, uh- but- but generally it's been pretty good, hasn't it? You know, overall. Right. So,
1: it's been refreshing I, I think he's doing a a good job of pushing the women or at least uh making baby steps I, i'll give a credit to that statement to one of my fellow wrestle buddy guys that that shared that post he was like everything can't be you know a complete uh turn it, it's got to start kind of in little steps and, yeah. and he was right I, I didn't even think of that analogy and that, and that he put it so wonderfully so uh kudos to him And I think that that's a part of it, seeing Roman Reigns, a continuation, even if it's some events as creative. Triple H has tried to respect that or even modify it to the way he sees it and his team. Uh, Because let's not forget all the producers, the people that are over these matches. And I I think it's really cool how they're revealing who's – planning out the matches with the stars and, and that's, that's been very neat. And uh, yeah, but triple H has done wonders. I I like that he brought damage control uh, together. I I thought at SummerSlam, uh, nobody expected it. Uh, You know, we all were missing Bailey and to see that, it's Eos guy Dakota Kai, even things like that. Some NXT ties that you can see these people flourishing on the main roster and Bayley believing because she came from that same system. It, she was giving back in a sense. So, I mean, there, there's a, even those type of details that you just respect and could and see Triple H or Shawn Michaels, their fingerprints all over it.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, if, if Vince and Triple H can, but I, I would like it maybe to a degree if Triple H could have maybe like final say vince can make suggestions and they can build up on the ideas together because work collaborate collaborating with anybody i think i mean i you know I collab with you every now and again on this show more you know not all the time it's i feel like the show is better when you know you're here and i appreciate it not to do a suck fest over here but (laughs) or anything like that but um you know (laughs) i'm more love fest is what i probably should have said but you know i've said what i've said and it's gone now it's in the history books but um I just feel like most of it, yeah. There's been a few moments where it hasn't gone quite. I mean, Bray Wyatt comes to mind. Uh, there was obviously a lot uh, of speculation. That's the big one. Yeah, there was a lot of speculation on whether he would be at Mania. Um, hasn't so far hasn't reappeared on Raw this week, so I don't know what's happening with that. Um, there's, I mean, I mean, obviously uh, one of the other notable misses. I think I think I said it was on the podcast uh, last week, but. I liked the the tag team of Carmella. Nothing against Sonia Deville. Sonya Deville, sorry.
1: Yeah, me too.
0: But you know what? Though I said those two could be working as amazing as a tag team. But you know what? Stick Sonia Deville with them, almost like the, like the muscle essentially for those two, the enforcer. Yeah, That's I quite... see that because yeah.
1: you you uh, you think about her background, and to me, Deville is so criminally underrated. I mean, yeah. she's a great talent.
0: Yeah, hundred um, percent. But before we move on to resume, yeah, just the my biggest worry is that maybe everything that's been sort of laid out, and we obviously we're still moving forward after Raw of what's going to happen next. You know, um, Roman's still the champion. If you don't know that already, you probably shouldn't be listening to this Which show.
1: I, yeah, <laughs> I acknowledge him and, and uh, Benny. I don't know who you picked. If it was Cody or Roman, it, I don't know if we even did predictions. Uh, but I, I'll tell you. I, I had a feeling maybe Roman would become victorious. Not that I could see the writing on the wall. Trust me, if anybody thought, you know, Cody was going to win, you know, I I would agree with him. I just had a feeling that, hey, listen, they're they're wanting to kind of make us think that the American Nightmare is going to walk out of SoFi Stadium, the new uh, undisputed WWE Universal Champion, but not so fast because the Tribal Chief has retained.
0: Yeah, I do you know what? Because we weren't, I haven't actually written down. I know you picked, um, I think you picked Roman and I think I did as well. But um, okay, as the match was unfolding, you could feel, it's weird, isn't it? It's like when you watch a film, you can kind of feel like something's going to happen or this is going to happen. Um, to say oh, 100% do. that I knew, I knew at some point the Usos would be involved. I kind of called like the fact that the, you know, Sammy and KO would get involved as well. But um, I did not, for some reason, in my own, I, th- I think they did a really good job actually. Because in my own head, I didn't think that Solo would come back out. I know we're jumping ahead here to the like, main event, but um, <laughs> the way they did it was like, and I was genuinely like, oh, I'm not mad that Romans retained. I'm disappointed that Cody couldn't, you know, I'm not going to say couldn't get it done because to be honest, he had to fight the Usos and then Solo Sakura with a Samoan Spike.
1: You know, it's never a fair fight, and and, and people were kind of uh, speaking of a backlash against. Let's not have shenanigans, but it's not been the Bloodlines' mo. So I, you know, you it would be if you, if a, a, a fan, Roman victory. I mean, sorry, yeah. and if you, if you, and to yeah. me, to me, to get that reaction, I don't know if you saw the viral video somebody shared of the fan. That's what it's about. Uh, it's about even swerving us thinking, Hey, Cody, he's got to finish this story, but the story doesn't have to be finished at WrestleMania. No, I think I said Triple that. H pointed think, that out, I you know, in his
0: press conference. I think we both said that as well on the podcast over the build up up to WrestleMania, to be honest. No, we did. So, um, yeah, we did. I, I did say, I mean, I wasn't sure, but obviously, cause I'm not going to pretend I knew, <laughs> knew that that was going to happen. But as the match went on, you felt that Roman was going to walk out. But the way they, the, so the fact that Solo got involved and you know did the Samoan spike, I, I
1: actually I was like, oh, what the fuck! <laughs> Basically, I, I thought it was clever because he got kicked out because he was interfering, and the referee, the fans kind of helped the official know, hey, listen, something doesn't uh, quite seem right here. And for him to sneak back where he's wearing a hoodie that that was ingenious because the referee was either did he take the bump then or was he just not paying attention No, he was trying to get rid of um, yeah.
0: it's actually Paul Heyman because now I was saying to the oh, um, she, to, heyman. yeah because I was actually saying to my other half because she kind of watches it with me a little bit, but for Paul Heyman to get on the apron and to distract the referee, we rarely see that. How often did um, how often does heyman get involved yes he shouts and screams and stuff at ringside but for him to be on the apron you kind of knew something was going down it is very rare um but because he'd been kicked out i think in my own mind i thought he he isn't going to come back but we've still got the usos to contend with and while that shenanigans was going down and then paul heyman because paul heyman doesn't get involved regularly if at all for the fact that he was up on the apron distracting the ref you know, it's a it's a it's a collaborative effort to keep the title on Roman, isn't it? Um, so oh,
1: it is. It's a team uh, effort. I mean, yeah. uh, that's a perfect way to describe it. Effort. I I like how you you put it there, Benny. I mean, everybody's going to do whatever they have to, even if they get a, it's out of desperation to make sure Roman Reigns is still holding both those belts. Yeah.
0: Um. And as I said, you've said it as well. I'm sure a lot of it doesn't have to, but. This now begs the question. I, I've been saying, I said this a few times. Again, I've not been a hundred percent, and I'm still not a hundred percent now. But this is where the money in the bank briefcase now becomes interesting because, by all accounts, I mean it could be wrong. They might change this. By all accounts, on the webosphere, Roman is not going to be. Well, I don't even know if he's going to be a backlash at the moment. To be honest with you, um, so uh, I'm not sure either. Yeah, so I feel like. The Money in the Bank briefcase is going to be the key to this. Now, again, are we seeing... We keep hearing this, don't we? We keep hearing the fact that there may be a Ward heavyweight title coming back, the big gold bout and all that kind of stuff. We we do. I mean, if you're going to do that, then couldn't you... Well, maybe maybe eventually we see one title again, so it's the WWE Championship again. And if they do... Because, again, I don't see much of a brand split really anymore. So... Yes, you still I, I have. I don't either. You you still see. I said it on last week's show, but you have Gunther come out on Raw, but he has a SmackDown nameplate above him, uh, below him. Sorry, as he enters the ring, so they're still pushing it like they are brand split, but there doesn't seem to be any. <laughs> I know it's WrestleMania. It, it, does,
1: you know? it doesn't feel like it because it doesn't feel like it. That's I, maybe it. it. Because of WrestleMania, like you said, Benny. Because we're we're seeing so many stars. I think it's it's a case of these brands have to have star power. Maybe it, it could be the networks. It could be creative. Maybe they just decided, hey, we, we're not going to worry about a draft. Not that they're going to overdo it, but not just because of Mania. It may depend on the storyline, because uh, uh, I did see the clip of Rhea coming out and uh, confronting Bianca. So that was very intriguing.
0: Well, that's interesting in itself, because she is the SmackDown Women's Champion now, but she's been primarily on Raw with the rest of Judgment Day. So does that split Rhea from Dominic or do they, you know, separating? Again, this is what I mean. I don't know.
1: I feel like we need and an it's, answer. It's confusing, yeah, because even <laughs> if, if it does make sense, you're like, well, wait a minute, There, there's still a part of me that goes, just like the Judgment Day scenario. How's that going to correlate Because yeah. Dominic, you know, him and Ray's obviously not uh, done. There's unfinished business. I did see Damien Priest uh, take out Bad Bunny. Obviously, Bad Bunny's going to get involved.
0: Well, I think Bad Bunny got – I don't know whether it was a kayfabe or not, but apparently Bad Bunny got hurt during that altercation, so – Hopefully it's just maybe a, a bit of a bruise, but I don't know where, how genuine so. it was. I don't know if it's genuine oh, yeah. or whether it's part of, like, the story going forward, you know?
1: It's it's working us a little bit. Yeah, you don't know the legitimacy. I, I hope for his sake he's healthy, but I'll, I'll tell you, this good to show you. It may be entertainment, but, you know, what they have to do is very physical and very real. And, uh, you know, Bad Bunny's one of those guys I've complimented, like Logan Paul, one of the celebrities that's – respects the business and uh seems to take it seriously and you know has been impressive too we we've uh gave a lot of accolades to bad bunny
0: just looking now online i can't see anything obviously there you know he got put through the table by priest and all that kind of stuff but it's not showing i can't see anything that says that he's genuinely hurt so it's a good way of setting up possibly something to uh, backlash because damian priest obviously I think he teamed with Bad Bunny, didn't he? In his initial like um, WrestleMania, no, he thing. did.
1: Yeah, it was the WrestleMania. I think it was back WrestleMania 37 where fans were allowed to come back after the that's, pandemic. Yeah, no, right. you're you're right, and they right. they came in on like this semi, didn't they? It was a really cool entrance. That's, it was yes, yeah,
0: uh, yeah, so I remember that being involved. Whether they came in on it or whether it was something, I because yeah, because nobody was expecting it to be a good match, and Bad Bunny just like.
1: Was really good. Oh, he good. Stole the show. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. it it was like Logan Paul. I mean, both those guys. That's that's why it's hard not to to mention one or the other. Yeah. Uh, but now that Damian Priest has uh, aligned and been a big part of Judgment Day and with Dominic now, prison Dom. I, I like that, by the way. Uh, to, to see you know Bad Bunny. Hit, well, we're jumping ahead. I'm not meaning to. It just it's natural. So I better save it for when we no, we fine. talk about the actual match. Uh, well, let's get yeah. on to
0: let's get on to night one then. Let's uh, let's have a let's see. I mean, <laughs> straight straight away for me, night one, the first with, without looking at the list in front of me, the first match that gr- that I was like, boom, you know, was actually the Fatal Four Way Men's um, Tag Team Match, um, and they, uh, it was the second match on the card, and it. Um, yeah, it's just absolutely just. I mean, I struggle with Fatal Four Way tag team matches because you have two in the ring and everybody can tag each other. And I just feel There's like a lot going on. I just feel like this was almost like a ladder match without the ladder.
1: <laughs> kind of, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, but it was a really no, good match. That's, that's a good scenario. I, I didn't uh, put it together. That uh, you just, I mean, it's it's essentially the same. You just don't have your your prop, which is yeah, the ladder. No, no
0: props involved whatsoever. First thing that comes to mind is Chad Gable German suplexing Braun Strowman and doing that oh, role.
1: Uh, in, that... I'm glad you said it because I I was going to say it myself. Chad Gable. How strong is that guy?
0: Very strong, apparently, because, I mean, to almost deadlift Braun Strowman, at least that's what it seemed like, is insane. And this, again, we, we I think, let's face it, I think on this show, we are kind of Chad Gable fans, <laughs> basically.
1: We I, I got to admit, I am a, a mark for Chad Gable, I, I must admit.
0: I mean, there's a lot of talk, again, this was before WrestleMania, there's um where There was talk about possibly making Chad Gable a um more of a singles uh, competitor. I mean, we're still having that Maximum male model thing. You know, uh, what's what's her name again? We, we still have her involvement. Uh, Maxine Dupree. Thank you. Maxine Dupree. I always forget her name. It's because yeah, of the Maximum I male mean, models. That,
1: well, I mean, we're still looking at her, but not that the name's not important, but how how could you miss? <laughs> Anyways, let's go back to the, the match
0: Uh Anyway, yes. Um, so yeah, I think we are kind of officially or unofficially like Chad Gable fans. So
1: well, we are. Cheers, please.
0: I haven't used that for a while, so there, why not?
1: There you go. Hey, and it's perfect. Very appropriate. I, I love it.
0: Uh, ricochet diving out the ring and nearly hitting the announce table. Somehow managing to hold off. <laughs> just all of it he was.
1: Stopped. He stopped because Michael Cole said that he's like, "Can you believe it?" Or I'm paraphrasing. He had stopped in midair to, to catch himself. I yeah. mean, that is so difficult to do. I would, I would break every bone in my body, but this guy just makes it look effortless. Yeah, it's, it's incredible.
0: I mean, that's the first match that comes to mind from Night One. I don't know about yourself. I mean, is that is that was that your favorite from Night
1: One or? It's up there. I, I don't know if that it's my favorite. I'll, I'll tell you, my uh, not one. I've got to give Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley a lot of credit. That was a great because match. that match. Yeah, that was a this a solid match and great. That that's a, a fitting, just the way that they're the backstory of it, going back to uh, WrestleMania 36 when when they didn't have an audience and uh, for the uh, stars to even be able to perform. With, uh, in itself I, I just like how it seemed like charlotte gave the nod it was a passing of the torch moment these women just have got chemistry they they've they've learned each other they know uh the other so well and charlotte's had plenty of times as champion it, it was nice to see Rhea have that moment because we we both been uh, very adamant benny that it's ripley's time i mean uh yeah, I feel like she was due. She was worthy, and uh, but I do agree, man, that the the uh, the men's showcase match that four way tag team match. I must say, I was happy with uh, the Street Profits winning Montez for D'Angelo Dawkins, and that's another guy that can uh, that flies from the heavens, just like Corey Graves uh, says. I mean, this guy's just what an athlete in his military background. Yeah. Not a surprise. So I was happy. I know I'm jumping back and forth. Those two definitely were were very good, uh, and I and a, a will say the main event. It's hard not to say that that one a uh, a thriller with uh, KO and Sammy yeah, winning definitely. and and taking out the USO. So we did get the tag team champions losing, but it makes you wonder if they they're not going to uh, win it back even down the road because you could do a lot of different uh, scenarios with it, like we we've said. Multiple times, it's just so tough because I thought both nights were solid. A lot of people think, well, maybe not. One was better, not two. I, I think both of them uh, make a case because it, it just depended. You had a lot of uh, different stories that were you you would think would be a culmination, but actually it it, it was just beginning or continuing. Uh, it wasn't necessarily. That it it was uh it was really hard to uh dissect, but I, I was still just blown away. I, I thought it was very well done and executed and I'm with you, man. That that four way when's the last time we, we've uh gave that much credit to a four way showcase match. Exactly. But I have to uh I'd be reminisced not to throw Rhea and Charlotte in the mix.
0: Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think if you're gonna and and uh, there was nothing wrong with any of the matches. Some were better than others, obviously, but I think the top sure. two, I mean, i oh, I got to throw Austin Theory, John Cena in there a little bit, cause it's the good open to the night. But in terms mm-hmm. of enjoyment while watching the matches, um, Charlotte, Rhea, uh, the the Fatal 4-Way tag team uh, showcase with the Usos, uh, not the Usos, sorry, the um, Alpha Academy and all that, Street Profits, the Viking Raiders, Braun Strowman and Ricochet. And then the main event was cool as well, you know, with the whole, I mean, it made history because... The longest reigning tag team champions have been defeated so you know yeah what
1: what was it past 622 something and counting like that. something yeah, yeah. To that effect similar i mean that, that's how many days it's crazy to ponder that jimmy and jay held those belts i uh, talk about having a so much respect let me back up much respect to them i'll say it again to the usos for carrying the belts and and really the company for a long time in the tag team division being part of the bloodline but you just kind of felt that Maybe it was Sammy and KS time. I didn't even realize they started in California, even though they're both from Canada. They met, Maybe the independent scene, uh, obviously, is where a lot of them uh, got their beginning and received. Yeah. So I, I didn't know that backstory. So it made uh, perfect sense then. It started clicking for them to become tag team champions. And I thought it was cool Ring of Honor. Uh, posted a pick honoring uh, their victory. I thought, hey, how neat was that to have Ring of Honor even acknowledge uh, knowing these guys, a lot of these stars uh, had their beginnings uh, there also? It's good. Yeah. Um, we got,
0: I mean, I'm going to talk about it. Um, neither one of us got the right pick, though, in terms of <laughs> the uh, Fatal Four Way Tag Team match. I think you went with Alpha and I went with Viking Raiders because I feel, I just felt maybe the Viking Raiders could start off. Uh, you know, and and have a good, um, you know, start having a good run, maybe. But you know, but I think every team, just even though the Street Profits won, and you know, they, I think they were the right team to win as well. I mean, I think I even said on the podcast like we've said this and this, but I think we probably both realise that possibly the Street Profits are going to win. But I think every team, I especially, I would definitely say Alpha Academy and Street Profits. I mean, nothing against Viking Raiders. Uh, if you were going to pick the top two teams in that. I think you've got to go with Street Profits and Alpha Academy, to be honest, and that's no disrespect to the others. Um, no, I'd...
1: you do. I, those are the two, uh, I think, that have just got so much momentum and star power with Gable. And, and Otis works so well with Chad as well. And, uh, of course, you got Dawkins and, and Ford. I, I like that combination. And. Hey, how can we not talk about Brian getting taken out by D'Angelo Dawkins? That was another yeah, that was cool. No, nobody expected that. Oh, Le that World was all awesome. Paul, uh, dominates and then here, boom! Dawkins goes, "Hey, I, I also can do this."
0: <laughs> that was cool. I, I'm well, not gonna lie. I mean, do t- you know what? Having Titus O'Neil on the commentary as well at the time was actually really good. I wouldn't mind Titus a bit more on commentary occasionally. <laughs> so
1: tit- tit- Titus brought a energy. I liked how he, yeah. he wasn't gonna cuss. What was it he was? Calling on sugar and tea or something. he wasn't to um, say it i mean sugar honey clever, iced tea though. I, is it, is yeah that right? there it is, is that sugar, right? honey iced tea, ice tea. I, I can't hardly talk I, i'm laughing but uh it's like when booker t does the duck thing what is it quacky quacky or something yeah, where's quacky,
0: steve quacky or whatever yeah yeah. yeah, holy shit! Honey, iced tea. I love that. that was good. I was going. I should have captioned I, I did
1: that. I, I'm going to have to remember that when I I, I, I need to refrain <laughs> from using any language. Uh, it was
0: yeah, cool.
1: Just get some iced tea. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, I I thought Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul was going to be like really up there. It was good, but it if in my head, at least, I'm not saying the match was bad by any stretch, but in my head, it didn't live up to in my own hype in my head. If that makes sense, so. Um, I don't it think does. It, uh, Seth's outfit confused me. Did he wash a red sock with that uniform? I I, I don't know.
1: Seth Rollins. Uh, I never worry about his outfits cause I'm, I'm thinking, <laughs> did he get He's... on the drug somehow? With all due respect <laughs> to Seth, I'm, I'm starting I'm to wonder, uh, but, but it definitely, you were mesmerized, even if it was uh, negatively or positively or somewhat indifferent in between those two factors. I, I will say I get it because I think we build up our hopes so much yeah. going into the matches with Seth and, and Logan. To be honest, to be fair, I was going to say honest that that would work too. And then I, I didn't even know who the guy was that dressed up in you know in the drink mascot outfit. I I reckon he was a boxer. I I don't really follow Logan Paul outside of WWE. So yeah, this um, was K- for KSR. me. I mean, it was kind yeah. of a clever deal, but then it was like. You know, I, I could have done without it, to be fair. But I, I get why it was involved in the matchup. And, Might. you know, I was glad Seth won because uh, he needed this win. And he still uh, he's been adamant, according to the rumors, that he wants to challenge Roman or. Yeah. Uh, so and I, <laughs> he, he wants to be back in that main event picture. I, I think South is like any of them. He's still hungry. He's accomplished so much, but he would love the main event WrestleMania and, and some of the bigger shows like it again. And, and I, I believe he will.
0: I mean, if they do bring back that world heavyweight championship, um, I think that bout would look good around the waist of Seth Rollins. To be honest with you, I'm not going to lie. Um,
1: no, I, I think I think Seth makes a great champion. I must admit, Benny, I, I'm not as crazy about him laughing all the time. He, you know, it, it, you got to have personality. I, I don't mean. This in a derogatory way, but I, I kind of miss Seth, how he was. I know everybody's got involved and maybe that's me not having enough patience, being too critical, maybe overanalyzing. I just kind of miss the, the way Seth Rollins, when he was getting out of the shield, he had the blonde highlights, even without the blonde highlights, he just meant business, even though he could show a, a different side, which is, it shows his talent, his versatility. I, there's something about the, uh, the older Seth that I, I miss in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah. Um, I get that to a, to a degree. I de- Um, but yeah, the match didn't live up to the hype in my own head. Basically, um, KSI was in the uh, Prime bottle. Um, my oldest drinks Prime. She likes. They're living obsessed with it over here, mate. I don't know what it's like over there oh, cool. for yourself. I've um, never,
1: never tried it. I'll have to try some. I know it's over here, but believe it or not, between coffee, water, and occasional diet drink, I, I have not tried Prime. Uh, I
0: had my first sip literally yesterday, t- and it's a tropical one. Uh, yeah okay
1: <laughs> it, it doesn't <laughs> whatever um there's no, so many it's, flavors it's, it's a lot of hype. speaking of hype you you think prime has hopped us too much yeah 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 i think so but i
0: mean i do like the fact that ksi did get uh frog splash by logan paul so you know crush that bottle of prime recycle it and crack on
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah logan paul was helping uh the, the planet uh with his environmental cause thanks to taking out his friend. I thought it was pretty pretty comical that, you know, they thought they had this plan where Seth was gonna go through the table and Seth pulls uh Logan's friend onto the broadcast. But what is it about the Spanish announced table? <laughs> Michael Cole even <laughs> even referenced it. He's like, Man, we we shouldn't be surprised that another uh, table is uh, gonna be destroyed and it happens to be the Spanish announced broadcast
0: team. It's been it's just been a thing, hasn't it, in WWE for decades oh, now? It's yeah, just so, you know
1: I mean it, when Michael Cole even alludes to it, you, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of tongue-in-cheek. It's, it's actually funny. I, I had a smile. I was laughing. I was like, that, that is true, though. I mean, you know it's going to get destroyed.
0: I think the Spanish announce table needs to go in the Hall of Fame at some point, to be honest. The amount of people that have gone through it over the years uh, and stuff. So you uh, may be... <laughs> I don't know if you can... Yeah, put but a... let Maybe... make
1: a wing of the Hall of Fame for, like, you know, the Furniture. tables that mankind has yeah. been through, The Undertaker, Hell in the Cell. I mean, heck, just put Hell in the Cell in it, the Spanish Announce table, the, the, the regular broadcast booth or table, however you want to say it or describe it. I, I think they could make several wings of the Hall of Fame, but that would be kind of neat. I mean, instead of having <laughs> people always in one part of Hall of Fame, just do the the big structures, They're like the blue cage, the big blue cage back in the early mania days or something. Let's yeah. have all the uh, the different eras represented. That, actually, that's not a bad idea.
0: Tell you what, we'll, we'll make it in the corner Hall of Fame, and we're going to put the first entrant into the in the corner Hall of Fame is going to be the Spanish <laughs> announce table.
1: Um, so yeah. I, I agree. I, I mean, it's hard to beat the, what that that table has to go through our <laughs> tables. Let me make it plural. Let me do the Dudleys, get the tables, uh, <laughs> yeah. because, man, they, they would be proud of that. So I was thinking of, you know, Devon and, and Bubba Ray, because I always loved that. You always knew there was going to be some carnage happening when they said when he said, uh, Devon, get the tables. I, I, there's something about that I enjoyed. I, and it made me think about it because we're talking about it.
0: It's weird how we've gone and, uh, into a conversation about a Spanish announce table. There we are. Um, I, I
1: know. You never know what kind of uh, discussions we're going to have on. In the corner, folks, but there you go. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so John Cena, Austin Theory, opened the night. United States Championship <laughs> match. Um, I, I like the opening to this. The crowd responded really well to Cena. Obviously, the Make-A-Wish kids, that's always cool to see. Um
1: but the fact it was a nice touch,
0: but uh, we have theory biting John Cena through
1: this match. Is is he teething? What's going on? Um... I thought he was Mike, Mike Tyson for a minute. Uh, no, Austin <laughs> theory was, uh, I, I thought it was, uh, yeah, different, but you know, not bad because I think Cena made him so enraged. I mean, here was a guy that was a hero to him. And after that promo and then theory had a great promo where it was just an empty arena, uh, you know, on raw a couple of weeks before, or prior per se, and yeah, man, Cena did the shoulder tackles. He he did the textbook Cena offense, which I I thought was fantastic. And then I was glad to see Theory win. I I felt like Theory had to go over because uh, to me Cena's got nothing to lose, even though he did lose. Uh, to me, he was given back to Theory. I mean, this was going to be the next generation, the next megastar, and and for Cena to you know reward him because everybody thinks oh he lost, but. Little do we know that's actually elevating somebody. This doesn't have to be in a win. It can be in defeat, and and that's what I took away from it. I I thought it was a solid match, a good opener. I was kind of glad it opened up the show because you had so much to unravel here. You had to leave something for the main event in the middle of the card. So I was happy with it.
0: It's going to be interesting to see whether – we have a rematch at some point because of the way it went down. Um, or is this, is that it? You know, so it'd be interesting to see what goes on. Um, you never know. This week on Raw Theory, actually, ended up having an impromptu match against Rey Mysterio, uh,
1: thanks to. uh you did see where uh, him and Ray were uh, having a match, which yeah. I, I think is pretty neat.
0: Yeah, it was a quite, you know, it was, a, it was only a short one, but Dominic, and this is where the whole Bad Bunny thing happened as well. So Dominic got involved and a bit of a distraction, and then. Theory hit the A Town uh down and then that was it. So but then obviously Dominic got in and started beating down his dad. Um I've kind of jumped ahead of yeah, there Do- a bit. But
1: Dominic, yeah, was not happy and, and we'll get to it, but yeah, he, yeah. after well, what next to Mania, we're we're gonna divulge in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well we'll talk about Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio at WrestleMania. Do you know what? I mean, what a weekend for Mysterio, first off. I love the fact that he had the LWO T shirts handed out. I love that. I thought it was amazing. I'm kind of hoping that he- Nice an I was kind of, I'm kind of hoping Legado da Fantasma actually adopts it and starts wearing, but they become the new, uh, you know, Latino, Latino world order.
1: Um, but and they, they might as well because uh, it really just got started in WCW, and we saw little shades of it. But the, this would be neat to see a newer version with those. Yeah, kinds like a new generation type can. thing. It'd be really good.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I'm up for that. I mean, I never really saw it in WCW because I didn't watch WCW, not really. So. I'm aware of it, like same as I'm aware of like the BWO and ECW. So, but um...
1: sure, I mean if you've at least heard of it. Uh, no, I'm with you. I I think it would be cool. I I like. Legado del Fantasma being a new uh, LWO and, and helping out Mysterio. and But, yeah, we, we'll discuss it because I, I think we had uh, the battle of the Mysterios, a Holt Newley yeah. uh, crowned Hall of Famer and uh, Prison Dom uh, in action.
0: <laughs> baby Prison Dom. It was a good match, actually. Yeah, baby, there were some really good moments.
1: There, was, there there was uh one of my favorite moments was uh take instead of taking him to the woodshed uh, ray took him to the turnbuckle with the belt <laughs> yes uh, everybody that one, was I, loving it uh, that, that was yeah, clever that was funny actually i'm not gonna <laughs> and obviously
0: it all plays into what's been happening there is that moment where they do that reverse like powerbomb thing where ray's head hit off the bottom right. turnbuckle and I was like, oh watching it, I was oh my gosh. And but to be that fair. Made you yeah. Father and son facing each other at WrestleMania. Not that it's probably not the first time this ever happened because we've had Shane and Vince, but it was good. It was really I would say uh, it probably surpassed yeah, w- the Street Fighter at WrestleMania seventeen just. Um but I enjoyed it, mate. And I'm you know, Ray getting the W, I think was the was the right thing really.
1: It, yeah, it was well laid out. As much as I'd like to see Dom, you know, because I've I, I've came to appreciate the hills more, and he he's done a fantastic job. We we praise him a lot on here. Uh, and this has definitely elevated him, like they were saying on the kickoff show. That's where I've given them the credit. Booker T and Wade Barrett were talking and discussing how much, you know, Dominic in 20 years is going to be a megastar if he's not before then. Uh, and this uh, accomplished that. And, um, you know, Ray Mysterio, just uh, the nuances, uh, put, throwing the drink in his sister's face. I mean, wow. Talk about crossing the line, uh, having his mom slap him, and then, you know, Bad Bunny getting involved. You know, yeah. in the chain— uh, that Damien Priest gave him and then, uh, you know, bad Bunny taking away was uh, something I didn't see happening just because no, he was no. at the Spanish broadcast table. So that was a nice touch than expected. And, uh, you know, how about the entrances? I mean, Snoop Dogg uh, driving in Ray with Eddie Guerrero's oh, music was just, i had all, hit all the feels. I almost got yes, emotional. That no, was I, just
0: terrific. No, I agree. Yeah. 100%. I when Viva La Rasa came on, uh, the whole crowd oh pops God. big time. Um, oh my. There aren't many, you know, I still to this day, man, I miss that guy in the ring, honestly, Eddie Guerrero, but I love the little homage to it. It was brilliant.
1: Oh, I, I we all just uh, deeply miss Eddie Guerrero. I mean, he would, it would be awesome to see how you can involve him between Ray and Dominic. I mean, think about the the what ifs if he were alive today and oh he God, had to be yeah. smiling down at, oh my God, at, at yeah. these guys. I mean, I mean, know. maybe
0: Judgment Day wouldn't exist, and maybe Eddie finally sort of you know gets one up on Raymond, I don't know, but because the way it all panned out, I mean, in terms of Dominic, something I said on last week's show, um, wouldn't it be because he keeps referring him? He's not keeps doing it, but he's referred to himself like Eddie. Wish Eddie was his dad and all that kind of stuff. And I said it on last week's show, but.
1: Yeah, he did. Wouldn't it be? F- I mean, lot- sorry, go on. No, I, I was just in in a part of me. I was just going to say it would be brilliant because the way he's growing his hair out, the way he's looking. Even though he does look like Ray, you can still see where he could pass as, as Eddie's son. Going back to what was it? It was a ladder match where you can remind me and help me out, Benny. Where Dominic was involved. Was it the custody? Of yes, Dominic it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yes, it was. Um, oh, crikey, two um, thousand. 2000- it
1: It's been five. a long time. Yeah, it's 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 been going back to the early 2000s. Uh, yeah. They could even revisit uh, a, a scenario such as as that one because uh, you really think about it or do something similar if Eddie were alive. I mean, you think about a lot of the possibilities. So. Yeah, that—that's all I was going to answer. Yeah, there. yeah.
0: I mean, you mentioned the drink that uh, the—you know—he threw in his sister's face. When I saw her front row, I was like, "Oh, well, that drink's going to be used for something." But I actually thought he was <laughs> going to come over and start yelling at his mum again, and the sister was going to throw the drink in his face, which I would have loved to have seen more. To be honest with you, not the other way around. But you know, that's how it panned out. But I was going to say, I said it on last week's show, but. You know Dominic's that snivelling little weasel at the moment that doesn't get so he hasn't had any not big wins or anything yet. But wouldn't it be funny? I'm like Eddie now, dresses even more like Eddie, but brings out the European title and has it round his waist with Rear Ripley with a flower and do you know what I mean? That whole vibe going well, on. It was yes, the Mamacita yeah. era. And and at first yeah, I the said Mamacita. And at first I figured. How could you do that without Dominic? So, yeah, he could come out with it. And then maybe he has it on him for a couple of, you know, maybe a month or two, and he keeps calling himself the European champion. And then eventually someone gets tired of it and challenges him for the European title. bit like the FTW battle. I think I said this on last week's show. But um, I think that's a nice... You could, That's a, probably a good way where you could actually bring back the European title with um, Dominic trying to emulate Eddie again, but also bring it back as almost when the person gets fed up with him being the European champion, you know, takes it off him. So it could be
1: like another another bout, basically, is what I'm getting at. Um, yeah, it would be fun. I mean, I mean, you could, you know, honor some older creative that was successful with a new uh, creative that's uh, equally uh, successful also or as well. I, I would like to see it. I, I think, man, he's got so much heat that the fans are reacting to him in, in such a way that – I mean, any heel, I mean, good established hill yearns for, desires. And Dominic has uh, achieved this and more. And uh, we know it's not over. Uh, we, we discussed what uh, transpired on Raw already. So this match set it up. And uh, I liked it, man. I, you know, I, I didn't think months ago, it, it's amazing to uh, go back and would I be saying or compliment Dominic so well? I mean, I could see the talent, second generation, but I think, especially as a villain, uh, I would have said no. But that you know, time uh, fixes all things—at least most of the time—and yeah, that that's a prime example.
0: Yeah, I mean, just how we haven't kind of done the matches in order; we've just bounced back and forth to the stuff we've liked, what we remember. But I mean, obviously, we have to mention Becky Lynch, uh, Lita, and Trish taking on Damage Control. Yeah, Uh, a lot of a lot of speculation going in. Some from yourself as well, but like um, about possibly a Trish Stratus turn that could still happen. I think because they have a backstage yeah, interview on. Yeah, Raw. it's a
1: possibility.
0: Um, but you know what? I don't hate the idea. If that is going to be the case, Becky versus Trish possibly, um, or maybe a Lita Trish turn on Becky. I don't know. It's just what I think. Trish being a heel again is a good idea, personally. Whether the, I think a lot of fans would buy her as that heel. I mean, you could even go the other way. Becky turns on Trish. So, either way, I think that could work, you know?
1: I think it could uh, definitely work. Uh, I think Trish has been so good as a just coming back, you know, assisting Lita and Becky Lynch that, you know, we, we thought we were going to get Sasha and Trish there for a long time, but, but now with Sasha not in WWE, uh, that's not going to happen, apparently. At least now, uh, there's always a chance down the road in the future regarding uh, it. But I, I will say uh, a Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus match, I'm for it. I, I think she's still got time to turn on on becky it could be where lita and becky have to take on trish and a, another partner maybe maybe bailey teasing that she's going away maybe she comes back and if you do it um, in that sense or vein, it could be bailey teaming up with trish stratus uh, yeah it would yeah. be trish i almost thought i was gonna <laughs> mess up there but I, I was glad i still had her name in, my, in mind but and then uh or you could do where it would be, Lita and Trish, uh, turning on Becky Lynch. and, and There's a lot of uh, directions one could uh, propose here, and uh, it, it's very fascinating. I, I think Trish would make a fantastic hill. She's proved she can do it uh, before, and why not now? It, it's been uh, long overdue, I think. I think it. It not only do wrestlers need to go away, sometimes their characters do as well. And I think that we've had enough time to miss it. So I think it would yeah. be a good timing.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, the outfit she wore at Mania was very reminiscent of well, it was, wasn't it? It was a, almost a carbon copy of WrestleMania 21. I think they even brought attention to it, actually. To be honest, um, but um, yeah, I, 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 whatever happens going forward, this is my, like I said, we at the top of the show here, we talked about the fact that WWE's merge with UFC. My only concern is that the creative takes a like a hit and it goes almost like back like it was. Maybe in about twenty fourteen twenty fifteen, it was quite bad, wasn't it? It was just it wasn't good,
1: and obviously we, it, it we was, brought it, it back. It was unique. It, it was a it was a different time, uh, certainly course, yeah. uh, back in two thousand fourteen and fifteen, like you mentioned, Benny. And hey, I, I, I will say we got to show some love to damage control. Uh, Dakota Kai to me, with all due respect, to even Bailey and Eo Sky. Uh, th- there's a reason she was brought back, and the more and more I see her, even on the main roster, whether it was NXT, I mean, let- let's uh, show a lot of uh, respect and and uh, compliment, you know, compliment part of me what Dakota Kai has brought to the table. She is she's delivered.
0: Yeah, I mean, in terms of damage control, quickly they lost the number one contenders match, which I thought they must have had a rematch clause at least. But anyway, um, so we've got. Um, uh Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan taking on uh um Becky and Lita sorry next week for the women's tag team titles maybe this is the open for Bailey to like have a pop at them and they go what well, do you know what we're done with you and then maybe that's where the Trish could be like the uh the new you know not damage control but could be lead EO and maybe Dakota for a couple of months and be like their mentor a little bit or maybe even Trish Maybe not Women's Champion, but uh, definitely I think that could be a thing, I think, because you speculated on maybe Trish sort of reforms damage control, but she's the head of it rather than Bailey. So there's so many forks in the road, branches this could go. So it'd be interesting to see how it pans pans out.
1: It's hard to know. Uh, like, like you're saying, uh, you know, Trish would would make a great mentor and leader, just like Bailey has uh, for both these ladies. And and maybe does Bailey take time off? That there's that tweet was kind of cryptic. We don't know if that was part of a storyline or if she was. There was a real chance or opportunity of some absence, maybe time off. I mean, I, I would think she's going to be with WWE for a long time. I don't know her contract situation. I, I don't want to get in, in the weeds there. Uh, we all know how close she is of course with sasha and you know Sasha's doing her thing in new Japan and doing yeah. it well you know no matter if you're a fan of hers or not you can't deny the talent and uh the star power and quality she she possesses when uh, referencing banks we know naomi naomi part of me is uh is obviously finished up with wwe because when p- somebody asked her she was pretty honest with them like no I'm finished up there I'm, I'm paraphrasing I want to clarify, not word for word, but in a sense. So I don't know. There, there's a lot to be desired with Trish uh, with damage control or not calling it even uh, DC calling it something totally different. I mean, she could reform it and it'd be, have to be under a new moniker it's just because you had Bailey in that role. Why not uh, maybe even do something creatively different because you got Trish if that happens? Uh I'll, I'll tell you, I wouldn't mind to see Lita go heel a little bit, you know, and join Trish. But then kind of where does that leave Becky, though? that That's the only thing. Yeah. If you've got too many turning villain. you're afraid. Well, you're kind of overdoing it a little bit because you've still got Becky. She's still got to have at least a partner. So maybe it's better if Trish just does it.
0: For, for me, I think it's uh, If there, if this is true, obviously, it's all speculation. It's all speculation till it happens, isn't it, Tyler? Basically, um, but
1: oh, it is. I mean, I mean, we could go through all the uh, the ways we recur and and it may not ever uh, <laughs> may turn not out, out that way. That. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that's the that's the cool thing about doing these kind of shows. We're all just kind of fantasy booking. Uh, I mean, we we have no idea. I mean, we're just trying to. Trying to throw out, you know, possible uh, suggestions, yeah, definitely. you know, at least from, from fans' perspectives. Not saying we're throwing away, hey, Triple H, you, you need to do this. No, that's not what we're meaning. Uh, that that would be stupid, silly. We're we're just having fun with this stuff.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say quickly, for me, I think if you're going to turn somebody heel, I think Trish is the more natural for me. I mean, I know Lita has been, but Trish, I think, just nailed it when she was a heel before, so um...
1: yeah. Oh, she was she was great. I mean, uh, I think back when, when uh, what, what was it? Triple H and Stephanie, and that—that's when they were, t- you know, when Triple H was caught in the locker room. I never will forget it. I think it was fresh, and <laughs> yeah, he was yeah, helping yeah. her stretch, and it didn't look good. Yeah, and then of course her and Vince. So you know, of course she had to be kind of a a heel there because you know Mr. McMahon has always been pretty much a heel. So, I mean, she she was great. Other than just being paired with. Uh, high profile people because she's high profile herself. I mean, she is, she is proven, man, she's uh, compatible with anyone and, and she's in the position for a reason that she's in because she's, she's that great. I mean, not just good. Trish has proven herself since she, I think she debuted back in early 2000s. So it seems like she should have been around back in the late nineties, but I forgot. No, she didn't really join the company till late, uh, to not late, but early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just feel like she's the type of person that will be
0: almost like a Shawn Michaels will be. I want the spotlight on me at some point. So, again, if she's around long enough, by the looks of it, she she was on Raw, at least Um, backlashes in Puerto Rico. Is she going to be there again? We'll find all this out, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks. Um, Oh, we will. Night two of WrestleMania. um, I didn't actually get to watch it until uh, Monday uh because of uh just work and everything obviously it's on late over here in the uk but my um, I, I managed to avoid any sure. spoilers i managed to avoid social media so i apologize if anybody messaged me anybody that's wrestling fans much like yourself tyler if you mess me i was very cautious of opening messages from people
1: I, I, I can't blame you i i did not uh and i didn't even put a two and two together there benny and i i can't uh say that i I blame you. I'll just go back to that because you, a lot of times uh, things get spoiled so easily when you do open up messages yeah, or, or read anything. So I get it because I, I always like surprises myself.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, we had the Liv Morgan Ra- Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Um, uh, Sonny Deville and Chelsea Green. Um,
1: yeah it was okay <laughs> um it, it was not as good as the men's and normally we we give a lot of praise to the women uh absolutely it wasn't yeah. that the talent again and we I just strug- talked about Son i struggle the with these i I, I, don't struggle know.
0: With, <laughs> I struggle with these fatal four-way tag team matches mate i did say this i think off air and i think i may have said it already but on the actual show but i struggle with these anyway so the fact that the men's like blew me away i was like, okay cool and also so i had like high hopes for this one but it just didn't quite deliver. I mean, Ronda and Shayna won, <laughs> um, so which kind of begs the question: Why on Raw that did Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez get a number one contenders match if they're the ones that didn't actually win the match at WrestleMania? You know, so wins and losses yeah, it should was mean okay. something,
1: and it, it it makes you think uh, because yeah, Liv and Raquel, which I'm happy with the result, uh, but you're thinking, well. What's going to happen with uh, Rousey and uh, Shayna, because they actually were the winners in this women's showcase, Fatal 4-Way. Uh, you know, a lot of talent involved. I just felt like any more Ronda's matches have to be cut short. Uh, because this match felt like it was very, uh, you know, short as far as time and and given. I mean, there was plenty that was... Uh, going on that was happening, don't get me wrong, but it just, I don't know, I, I guess it's the way Ronda has to work and Shayna anymore with Ronda as a tag team partner because they, they let Liv do her normal kind of creative offense like Shotzi does. They're kind of similar in that regard. Uh, Sonia and Chelsea got some, spots and definitely Natalia with the double sharpshooter. That was a great spot. I was happy for, you know, and of course Ra- Raquel got to show off her power. And I like the combination of her and Morgan. So yeah, I'm happy that on Raw they they got to uh, get this title shot at uh Lynch and Lita. Right. But yeah, what's, I guess we'll find out on SmackDown, because that's been one of the rare things. They have kept Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler on Friday nights. so I guess that's where we'll find out our answers to I guess them so, winning. Yeah. I, I would think they're going to have to come out, because you're right, there, there's been so many on Raw and SmackDown, you kind of wonder whether there have been the rare instances that they have had, you know, certain personalities on one show or the other, and that—that's what I will say. That we've only saw uh, the the rowdy one, uh, Ronda Rousey, and Baszler on SmackDown so far. That's where they seem
0: to be. So, yeah, this is where I get confused with the whole brand split stuff so yeah that's what we already talked about that. so yeah we will go down that <laughs> canal again
1: I, I'm, still, I'm still scratching my head yeah. I, I didn't mean to uh rehash it it, it just it, it you just can't help but go there because you're you're trying to put it put all these points tied to uh to make sure there's a commonality and you're you're, you're still scratching your head I, yeah. I don't know um
0: bianca Belair versus oscar actually was a good match to be honest i enjoyed this um, it was actually cuz i didn't have much hype for this 'Cause I felt like they didn't really they didn't really push didn't it overly. It no, they didn't seem to, did they? So um I although I did think maybe Oscar was gonna win this, I think you went with Bianca Belair, so you got that one right definitely. <laughs> yeah.
1: But um yeah, yeah, I had Bianca. I just felt like Oscar, even though this they would any good match is gonna make you feel like, Hey, Oscar, this is her moment i just I saw Bianca carrying the title i, I think they've really uh, built a lot of equity in her and and rightfully so no disrespect or disregard for oscar i've I've got nothing but admiration for what she's done and given to the industry I just think bianca's still got a you know she's still new in a sense, i mean even though she's been established on the roster. She's not that new. I just feel like as far as a champion, I guess is what I'm, I'm meaning, that she's still got a lot of uh, this title reign left, and she's the one that's carrying the ball right now. And and they did a good job because Asuka... You know, was uh, was doing. A, you know, was using that strength, and I thought they told a good story. It was a lot better of a match than I thought, because we all know how Oscar and Charlotte. We we knew it wasn't going to be that. With all due respect to Bianca, because each of these ladies have their own style.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, the mist missed <laughs> as if that's
1: easy no, for me no, to say yeah try try to say that 20 times fast yeah, yeah. That, that's interesting um, but no you were correct i mean that's what what transpired the miss yeah hit the referee didn't it? i, I
0: think it just it was more of a like oh what's going on so because the kod followed in that was it basically uh, but it was a good match i i enjoyed it to be honest um I but i will say i thought oscar was going to win it and obviously she didn't um and again Bianca Belair, possibly, and I do like the confrontation between uh, Rhea and Bianca Belair on Raw. Um, that was cool. I mean, I speculated maybe if this brand split stuff isn't going to stay the way it is, which it doesn't seem like it is, are they going to unify the women's, uh, you know, championships? Uh, they've they, definitely they teased might. a match between these two for whether that's backlash or whether this is this will be revisited in a year's time. I or who knows maybe let's see what well, let's see what kind of year Rhea has and how long she has that smackdown women's championship how much longer can bianca belair because she won it at wrestlemania last year she's still got it now money in the bank is around the corner there's a lot that could change in the next three four
1: months yeah you never know how long term it's, it's going to be uh you're so correct benny uh I think Rhea and Bianca both have to carry the belts for a long, uh significant amount of time. I'll just add that word to it because I mean, they, they've just got so much momentum. I think they're the future, obviously, evidently. Uh, I mean, these are yeah. the two you need to go with.
0: Yeah. I, th- I think you're right. To be honest, as much as I love to have seen Oscar get her WrestleMania moment, finally, she didn't quite get it. Unfortunately, hopefully she will
1: next year. Um, Oh, so she does, because I'm a big fan of, and especially even this darker, kind of edgier uh, version of Oscar. I'm actually surprised that I'm enjoying it as much, because I was very critical on Bray Wyatt. I know all those uh, Bray Wyatt fans are coming after me, you know, uh, not really, but they're saying, "Well, why did you, you have that same?" But uh, you know, Bray, it's just been a a different year, uh, and he went even on the card. So,
0: yeah, it's interesting to see where that goes. We we'll have to keep an eye on that. Will find out what we can for next week's show, and uh, we'll be talking, I hope, maybe a bit of Bray White with uh, maybe even some Randy Orton, because I'm still waiting for him to return as well. But um,
1: Yeah, I'm intrigued to see if uh, we get the Apex Predator back. I hope to see Orton soon.
0: Yeah, I mean, Riddle returned this week on Raw. Um, I think there was a lot of... There was actually a Randy chant thinking that maybe Randy was going to come out as well, but that didn't happen. Um, Brock Lesnar versus Omos, pretty much... Did what i thought it was going to do to be honest tyler and that was let's see lesnar throw a big guy around and let's see an f5 because my uh oldest was like oh can can he lift him i said brought lesnar lifted big show and he was seven foot something, and he was i think 500 I, pounds at the time so he
1: was, he-, he was heavier than exactly O-box. so yeah. my
0: logic was yes he can and you, again we've been around i've been watching it since uh 2000 so 23 years so we kind of knew how this was going to go i didn't hate it um and it went, I think, just the right amount of time, so it wasn't too long. It
1: didn't long. need to go long, yeah. No, it uh, did, yeah. We, we couldn't have got that. Even Brock don't go as uh, lengthy anymore. And with Omas, he, he, I think, he's still limited. I think he's he's showed a lot more. I mean, with his what a big guy's moveset, I mean, he's definitely got to work more like a giant. So. It even limits what kind of match they can do, but I, I give him a lot of credit the way, and hey, Brock sold great for him. I mean, he really made Omos because Omos was dominating uh, the beast early on, but to see Brock uh, finally get the suplexes, the Germans uh, take him to suplex city. And then it, like you said, Benny F5 and pick him up. That yeah. was great. And I, I like how they built it up. They didn't, uh, they didn't give it away right off the bat. You, it took a while for Brock to finally, even though it was a short match, he was still allowing it enough allotted uh, time before he was able to, to do that and perform it. Yeah. But, but anybody should not doubt the uh, the uh, relentless power of Brock Lesnar. Come on.
0: Omos uh, was an action on Raw. He beat Elias fairly quickly. I think, again, like you just said, he's somewhat limited in what he can do at the moment. He is getting better, and I think the presentation of him is better so I think obviously if you count, you know, Raw from Monday is almost like the opening, the new season of WWE. Uh, you know, where's Omos going to be by Summerslam? Maybe, maybe we'll we'll look back at keep an eye <laughs> Omos watch to see how well he's doing. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. But-
1: we we need to do that, and to be fair, it, it takes time. A lot of these guys. It, that's why I'm understanding the term "green" when a lot of these wrestlers first break into the scene. And it's also been a benefit for him to have MVP as a mouthpiece and somebody that can mentor him and really give him advice. Because MVP is a, a talented star in his own right, and and now as a manager or some, you know, however you want to describe him nowadays, has been beneficial to. Uh, to the big man, to the Nigerian John So it, it will be very uh, compelling to see the progress that the uh, that this guy, seven three over four hundred and some odd pounds. However, how he's going to do, uh, I, I think uh, he he's going to be definitely successful. They wouldn't be pushing him, putting him in a match with Lesnar, and then having him squash people. I, I mean, they, they see a lot of potential uh, apparently in him. Uh, that, that's why we we've seen him a lot on TV. So yeah, that answers that. I I still
0: maintain we didn't need that uh, Braun Omas match at Crown Jewel. Um we didn't need that. I think you should have kept those two apart personally. That could have been a you know once Omas is up to up to par and you know and we the developments happened and Omos versus Braun could have been quite a good match to have. Not maybe not a WrestleMania by any stretch but like a Survivor Series thing or something or do you know what I mean?
1: It could have been we, Just kind of keep them apart to to where you could uh, people would have desired that match at some over point. here. But I think the thing is, many we, we forget that not necessarily forget. I'll back up and correct right myself, doing my own editing there. Is that you know with Saudi Arabia, it's always going to be different because they they probably wanted that kind of match.
0: Yeah, of course. I think we discussed it at the time, so I, I'm aware of. I think we're pretty yeah, much aware yeah, of why. Yeah, but... we we did. I, I know it's like, a
1: little bit of revisionist history, but I, I tend to forget even recording these episodes what I said. So I, you'll have to forgive <laughs> me. I, um, uh, Edge versus Finn Balor. Um, inadvertent color, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. It was scary. Uh, I mean, Russell Crowe was narrating. I guess there there was going to be some... Uh, uh, some different things uh, going down, but that looked awful. I, the picture, my goodness! It's uh, the Finn Balor. If you yeah, haven't seen it, it's, oh yeah, I think Talk it's, about a scary movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you want to see, I mean, Finn Balor actually tweeted it himself. But it's also on at in the corner WWE on Twitter. You can see it. Um, but when they showed the replay of the hard cam, and you saw that uh, that step hit him square in the oh my god! I was all. Oh, And then they didn't really film Finn because I think the doctor was trying to glue it, maybe.
1: Um, They had medical say, I think from what I hear on their reports is they had to give him a numbing agent to stop any infection. Then they have to give him staples
0: because it
1: was busted. Oh, I mean, he he had a cut. It it just looked nasty. Uh, It just shows you how these Hell in a Cell matches, even a regular match, but especially you got a gimmick or a stipulation. And those guys were having their— I mean, not just be physical and tense, but they were having this swing for the fences with kendo sticks, silk chairs. I mean, Finn was uh, going through tables. I mean, it had all the, uh, the carnage you, you wanted and, and what we were expecting. I mean, Benny, I'll, I'll let you take it away, and I'll, I'll kind of piggyback off your statements. Uh, I mean, what were your impressions, man, it is of a this kind of
0: match? I mean, because the problem with Hell in the Sound match is everybody wants everybody to go to the top and jump off. They want a mankind and say, it's not going to happen. Not, re- you know, no. very rare. Um, I mean, Shane McMahon, obviously, you know, well, he couldn't jump in a ring. Apparently, we'll get into that in a little bit. But um, unfortunately, well, he's hurt did, himself yeah, on that. But,
1: uh, I shouldn't have laughed. Yeah, no, but, yeah, no, I'm only sad, joking.
0: That... But, um, yeah. but yeah, for the type of rivalry this has been, everything that happened after WrestleMania, the, the formation of... I love the promo package before the match. is one of the best promo packages, if not the best promo package of the weekend, telling that uh, story yeah, but...
1: It was great.
0: Oh, T- my goodness. Telling that story, um, for anybody that may have not seen it in a in the package did obviously Extreme Rules. We had Beth and the chairs and the concerto. Um, you know, Edge being excommunicated from Judgment Day. Just the whole story was really good. It's just a shame that Edge was – I know he had to be away for a certain amount of time for it to mean something, but we could have had a bit more Edge, I suppose. But, you know, overall, I love the story. I love the fact, I absolutely love the fact we had Hal Nassau. It wasn't at a pay-per-view called Hal Nassau. And by all accounts, this is finished, that rivalry between those two men. And that's what Hal Nassau is meant to do. So, Or a cage match. But you know what I mean. Um, it's not a high flyer. It's not a throw-off-the-top Mankind or anything like that. Or Shawn Michaels or whatever. But it, I think for the modern day, it's one of the best Hal Nassau matches Is Matches is, matches <laughs> in probably the last five years easily, if not longer.
1: But I love the, uh, the story of edge and Finn Balor and the way they narrated this, it was Russell Crowe, by the way, I, I, th- I probably mentioned that. Uh, I mean, and, and why not have these actors do it? You're in Hollywood. They can afford it being WWE. And, and it, it's all a story. I mean, as much as we, we love the action and the movesets in the ring. I mean, that's also part of it. They're, they're, conveying you know what this means to them uh, through the moves uh, via yeah. whatever they're uh, capable are going to do uh, cuz it's very complex i like the intricacies i mean cuz it wasn't just that they hit you with a kinda sick when you're watching as a kid that's all you're you're taking away from it but when you start growing up and actually trying to study or at least do your research the homework in other words you, you start understanding it it's more than that He's going for that leg because that could be what he could take him out with a finisher. I mean, it's stuff like that that, that really helps you uh, be engaged and focused in on wrestling, sports entertainment. And you're right, Benny. These guys, I know pe- some people are going to pick it apart, but I must say the the way they they were warriors in there, they were – it was this, you know. We forget Gothic Edge. It was brute Edge. I love the entrances too. We, you know the production. I, I know a friend that was there. He was saying, "Man, to experience a WrestleMania top production was just top notch." And uh, and it's true. And and to have the video package, these guys just giving it their all and more. You know, actually, I mean, the part where it's not just the kind of but for. For Finn Balor to do that drop kick, I, I think, where Edge, I don't know if he missed or what, it's hard to recall, even though it's just been this weekend and I could have told you then. Uh, it was just so much, but it, I like how they didn't, it wasn't sloppy. It wasn't messy because no. a lot of these gimmicky matches tend to be, but when they're done correctly and the story is present, uh, it, it can be a, uh, I hate to say beautiful thing because uh, what happened to Finn? I mean, it's uh, you can't really say it's beautiful, but it was just a hellacious. There we go. Where's Jr. we you need it? That, that's <laughs> what I was trying to say. Yeah,
0: it's just um, I mean, I said for in the last five years, I'm not. Uh, it's definitely in the top two. You got to put Cody and um Seth in there as well because considering all the the muscle tear and everything like that that was happening at the time, um, but yeah, it, uh, it's definitely up there. Um. Does it beat if it depends how you look at it depends if you you know, you can be one of these people that rates it in a certain way. If you take Cody and Seth's story by itself, it's probably better. And then vice versa, the yes, you've got the story with Edge, but you've also got the brutality of the weapons, there's ladders, the chairs. So there are even though they are two Sound matches, they are very different and both bloody good in their own way. It's probably the best way I can say it. Um so I, I enjoyed it actually more than I thought I was going to. So, because again, there's a lot of hype around the Hell in a Cell match, isn't there? Because of the bar's been set, was set very high <laughs> in the early days of this uh, match type. So, um, but I'm also glad it wasn't that glowing red cage as well. I'm glad it looked like more like the original oh, one.
1: Yeah, we we didn't need uh, – speaking of Bray Wyatt, The Fiend, and Seth Rollins, yeah, we, we didn't need that anymore. Thank God it wasn't – we didn't get the uh, the red beaming light. Uh, you know, everybody's kind of afraid and paranoid that, you know, that's not going to go away. I, I, I think – hopefully it has, and, and we didn't see that. That's yeah. a plus. Uh, I didn't even uh, have that in my my peripheral vision, and, and thank God for it. Uh, but, yeah, the demon Finn Balor is always a, a nice touch. If you're going to have Hell in a Cell, a, a big WrestleMania moment, they they still said it's Finn Balor, but it's his demon persona. I mean, you you know, it, it all fit. And with Edge, you know, embracing his darker side, once again, going back to the promos, even mentioning the biblical Book of Psalms and, and putting it in such a way that, I mean, I mean, that was what was uh, – I hate to keep overusing this word, interesting. I'm trying to find a synonym because I always felt like I overuse these words. But it, it's just – it's – apropos i mean these guys were just you're right it, it, as far as the modern era at least it's probably one of the better hell in a cell matches yeah definitely. and it's hard it's hard because everybody goes to the undertaker kane or undertaker Shawn michaels where k Michael, uh, no yeah. undertaker uh mankind yeah, yeah kane yeah. did show up in, hell in a cell that's yeah, what i course. was thinking yeah he made his debut oh, yes. you know yeah i guess yeah but it was mankind that's what i was thinking that big bump <laughs> off the cage but it, it, there's been so many uh it depends on the people's perception what they think or feels the best i, I think they've all uh, done good i mean it, it and it's also indicative of the era too i, I think that was important what you said
0: yeah it, it was good and if you haven't seen it for some reason I, I i think the build up the entrances the the promo the entrances the match itself the things that happened they're just really good so you know um they are uh we gotta talk about it now, haven't we? We gotta get there. This is not quite the main event. We've got one more match, then well, we've got this match and we will talk about the main event. But Gunther versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus for the slapping chest intercontinental championship <laughs> match. Um It was I enjoyed this again. I'm not gonna lie. could you, you know, throw throwing Drew McIntyre and having him in there? I'm not gonna lie. Um I think I said Gunther to win, I think you did as well but there was a part of me that wanted Seamus to win this, to be honest with you. I'm not going to lie. I've always rated Seamus. I've always enjoyed his work. Um, That guy has literally done everything. King of the Ring, uh, US Championship, World Heavyweight Championship, WWE Championship, uh, Money in the Bank, Royal Rumble winner. He's done everything he possibly can in that company except win the Intercontinental Championship. So I'm not going to lie. I was... Even though I said Gunther, I think I was rated. I was kind of hoping Sheamus would do it at WrestleMania, but this actually sets up nicely. Gunther does win, but it, there's a moment in that match where Sheamus looks like he's about to win, and Drew pulls Sheamus off Gunther. So I think going forward, we are definitely going to see, I think we're going to see more of Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. Before we move on to you, Tyler, quickly, one thing I did read, apparently Drew McIntyre is in contract negotiations with WWE, and at the moment they haven't come to an agreement, so I'm hoping for Sheamus and Drew going forward. Again, whether that contract stuff's true, I don't know. We're going to have to dive into that next week on the show.
1: But, I mean, what did you think of this match? Uh, it's my favorite match. I mean, I, I know I put Charlotte and, and Rhea up there, and then we talked about the men's showcase. And I, I know the main event, uh, both main events were were fantastic, but as far as I think the wrestling aspect of sports entertainment, you know WWE's always themed theirself <laughs> sports entertainment. I mean, we've all understood it, yeah. But course. as far as pure wrestling, I don't know what it's what it is in the water over in Europe, the UK, whether it's Austria, Germany, but these guys just I, I want to see them wrestle all the time. This is one of the rare occasions where I'm sure I would get tired of it. But the way these guys you talked about whether it's the chopping, the uh the power bomb by Gunther, the uh you know, Drew hitting the finisher, whether going for the Claymore kick, or it's Seamus with the broke kick and it's uh where he clubs you on the chest. Uh it's just uh I mean we could talk about the moves, but the psychology, the story, the, these guys just I mean, they they know what they're doing. These guys just – and for Gunther not to have worked with Drew, he's worked with Sheamus. But for these guys just to put it together, I'm sure they've spent time on it. I'm I'm taking nothing away from them because that's why they are the professionals. But Gunther is an in-ring general, but so is Sheamus and Drew McIntyre in this circumstance. I mean, it just shows you these guys were meant – to be in a triple threat match, it, you know. At first, I was saying, "Well, why can't we just get Sheamus and and Gunther?" But then I felt bad we couldn't get McIntyre a WrestleMania moment. Well, they just didn't make a WrestleMania moment. They made a WrestleMania a uh, highlight reel. This could easily be like contender of the match candidate. I mean, I'm serious. These guys gave me instant chills. Speaking of the, coming out, the entrances. I mean, Gunther, the the old school homage to. My goodness! To the Imperium, the older music. Then it goes back into the music he's got now, and with Eichner uh, and yeah, and uh, what's the other one? Fabian? No, wait a minute. Fabian Eichner is the guy. Uh, who's the uh, Ludwig Kaiser? Gosh, I'm, I'm dro- yeah Kaiser. I'm drawing a blank. Thank you. My goodness, I'm glad I, I made the tag. <laughs> I, I don't know why, I time, think, but the introductions and. Uh, you know, Gunther kicking, and, and you talked about the chopping. I, I wrote, even when I had to help review this, that I think Gunther chopped Seamus back to Dublin. I mean, I think that's where Seamus <laughs> is from. And, uh, you know, the the champ locking in the uh, Boston Crab. I mean, everything was so crisp and tight. Michael Cole was great. He he was being a fan himself on commentary. He said, I, I know this sounds sick, but I'm enjoying this. <laughs> you know, it's just
0: It was a good match. I agree with you. Yeah. Night two. And again, both nights had main events that were main event worthy and they were great matches. But if you were to pick another match on that, I mean, to be fair, I would say night two. I would say, I mean, Bianca Belair versus Oscar was good, but the top three are Edge, Finn. um, And I tell you what, it's a toss-up between what's number one is, you know, whether it's Roman Cody or whether it's the triple threat for the IC title. But those three matches, I think, were the matches that, drew me to night two definitely um so you know Mm -hmm. so i understand where you're coming from great match there's um you know gunther this year was in the rumble from number one or number two he started the match anyway and he went pretty much the entire way i think was he number one actually so he went i think he was
1: one yeah what was the time they they said it and i keep forgetting but it was like over an hour because it was him and cody yeah they were the last is
0: is this you know was that foreshadowing for next year Uh, is this gunther's year um is he gonna be a contender for roman at some point you gotta think if roman is still the champion gunther's gotta go i think we need to see roman versus gunther that needs to happen at some point we we
1: do Um, and maybe that's why we we've still got roman reigns as champion think about possibly i mean i mean i don't i don't know that's speculation of course but you brought up a fantastic analogy what if uh we're going to get the Gunther roman Reigns matchup. I, I would be for it. Think about how Roman's going to have to try to combat those chops. Yeah. He's going to need help. But as, as much as I like the tribal chief, as tough as he is, and he is, uh, I mean, Guthrie is just equally as tough, if not more, I mean, because he's just built different. I this mean, guy, he has proven himself. I mean, not, I mean, to get that pop off a of chop, and I don't want to you know, say something just off one single move. I mean, it's the way the guy's movement is in the ring. He's fluid. I mean, not only does he respect the man, I mean, he lives that gimmick. That That's him being more the pro wrestler than the sports yeah. entertainer.
0: I mean, also, Imperium versus the Bloodline. Now, what the Bloodline looks like in three months' time, I have no idea. We have Roman telling Paul Heyman to send the Usos away. Paul Heyman tells them that they're outside talking. They're not. They're in the dressing room on Raw. And um, basically, Roman's told Paul Heyman to tell the Usos to go away. Uh, so... But the uh, poor Heyman doesn't say that to them. He puts it nicely. So are we going to have a call back to Jay saying, we watch the show as well on TV? So, you know, because Roman asks, oh, are they gone? We don't want them or whatever. So that's playing into nothing else. But what I'm getting at is that you would, if you do have the bloodline still in somewhat tact, you've got Imperium, Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci, I think his name is now. Uh, it used to be Fabian Knightner, didn't it? Um, so Yeah, uh,
1: that, yeah. That, that's why I was getting so yeah, confused. Yeah, I, 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 I they, mate, they, every time. name changes, they, they, they <laughs> get me all uh, shooken up. So thank God I had Benny. Uh, I was like, what's his name? I know I could could have said it tomorrow, <laughs> but it's like it's not coming to me. I, I don't know.
0: But Gunther walks out with the title. Um, doesn't make me mad. The way they did the triple threat, as I said at the top of it, when we started talking about it, was I feel like going forward, we're definitely going to have a Drew uh, versus Sheamus. Sort of rivalry going forward, possibly at backlash. I don't know. We'll find out on SmackDown, I assume. But yeah, what a yeah, what Smackdown a what a great will match.
1: We'll reveal a lot. Yeah, and my bad, I didn't mean to talk over you. I was just agreeing. It, it'll reveal a lot on SmackDown. Yeah, that that was. Uh, it's really hard to put into words just how good that match was. I mean, it was really that good. If pe- if people want to watch a great wrestling match, uh, we would recommend that one. Go go back yeah, and definitely. review the uh, the triple threat.
0: If you've not, if you've not, for some reason you're listening to the show and you're not watching the current product, and for some reason you didn't watch WrestleMania, um, and I don't know how that would happen, but, you know, if you are, definitely give, you know, WrestleMania 39, the Night 2, Intercontinental Championship, Gunther versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. Um, it was a great match, and to be honest, there's at least three matches on that card, maybe four, depending on your view, that are really good, and, you know, we'll... Move on to the main event in a second. got to quickly mention Miz. Um, we did have Pat McAfee, night one, come out. The response wasn't massive, I'm not going to say. It didn't seem like it anyway for Pat McAfee. But we, it was cool to see Pat back. I would actually like to have seen Pat back on commentary, personally. Oh, he
1: was. I, I would too, because so, there's just an energy he brings. Yeah,
0: 100%. I agree with that, 100%. Um, I can't wait for him to be back on commentary, assuming that is going to be... Allegedly, that's what he's going to do, but we'll just see how that pans out, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, he has a impromptu match against um, Pat McAfee, The Miz. He does lose. Um, next night, um, Shane McMahon comes out, and we haven't seen him for a while. Um, there was a lot of talk about no, him we, we have... last year. The Rumble apparently. Booked it and didn't book it correctly, or tried to book himself again. webosphere stuff, Tyler. I have no
1: idea what's true and what isn't. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we don't know that that's fact either. I mean, we're only hearing a lot of different information, so who, who knows?
0: Yeah, of course, it was cool to see him back, but unfortunately, uh, doing the international and does the leapfrog over Miz lands, tries to get back up and can't. I believe he's torn a quad, I think. A I
1: read, quad? um. Yeah, Triple H, I think, had said that, that that's how come the reports uh, seem factual, because Triple H actually said, yeah, when he did the leapfrog, you could tell something was wrong. I, I thought at first, well, maybe he just did it for Snoop Dogg to jump in, but no, it, it looked too awkward. It yeah, looked like he actually definitely. did enter himself, and sure enough, he did. I was actually happy to see Shane O'Mac. I didn't mean to laugh like I was glad he was hurt. No, I was course. just like, I guess something caught me funny. I just want to make sure I clarify that if people go back <laughs> and listen, because there was a point where I kind of laughed, and I, I didn't mean it. It's all uh, tongue-in-cheek. It's all tongue-in-cheek. Don't worry about yeah, it. It, it. It was all tongue-in-cheek. I, I just want people to know that, because I actually appreciate Shane O'Mac. I know people don't uh, always agree with, with him. I hated it because, uh, you know, I, I like Pat McAfee coming out, you know, doing something with the Miz and then George Kittle from the 49ers and, you know, Snoop Dogg. And, and to see Shane not have that moment. I mean, he had the moment, but then it got ruined because, because you because never know. Injured, injuries yeah, happen. Of course. Uh, yeah. I felt bad. But to see Snoop Dogg uh, jump in was uh, was pretty comical. That uh, They didn't know what to call his uh, version of the people's elbow, whether it was the doggy elbow. And then Corey told uh, Michael, maybe we need to come up and think of a better name. Uh, that was funny. And uh, so, you know, there was this. The Miz is so talented. I I mean, for him to—most he, most people would uh, casually think, well, this guy's getting buried, but that's not the case. He's just so good at this role as being the guy that you want to see get beat up, and, and why not? They they said there was going to be some surprises, and we got McAfee. We got Shane O'Mac. And, uh, hey, why not have the, the Miz be that guy? He's just hosting anyways. He don't really have a match, but that's, that's the point. They're impromptu. They're kind of just thrown together, so but, I, I thought it was entertaining. We read something online and basically I think the referee,
0: the the Campbell, Jessica, I think her name is, um, yelled at Snoop saying people's elbow, people's elbow. So whether that was planned after the match anyway, I'm not sure. But I mean, fair play. I mean, yes, he had to be kind of like nudged and say, can you do this? But, you know, then apparently Miz did yell pin me. But... Fair play to Snoop for I think, you know, going with it and just going with the flow and just. I know it wasn't the prettiest people's elbow in history. No, but, but, it, but Here's a question for you, Tyler: Was that people's okay. elbow worse than the stunner that Vince McMahon took last year at WrestleMania?
1: Oh my gosh, that, that's that's up there. <laughs> Both of them uh, could have probably been a tie. I got to admit, as probably as uh, not as smooth as uh, Snoop Dogg's elbow was, events. He's taken a lot better, but boy, that one last year was rough. I mean, even, <laughs> yes. even Stone Cold was laughing; he couldn't help it. You, you try to take this stuff serious, but once he saw how fans took it, he's like, "Oh my word, it's been a long time." It's yeah, been, definitely. Yeah. We, had, we we had been this ain't the attitude era anymore. The ruthless aggression era. This is yeah. this is definitely a, a, some years, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I would have to. Uh, the word goes to uh, Mister McMahon. Uh,
0: okay, so the the the, uh, the Snoop Doggy Dog people's elbow, whatever you want to call it, um, is slightly better than the Miss Hap crappy
1: stunner. Which, which is, <laughs> yeah, which is, not say, which is not saying much. <laughs> of I course mean, so, not, no. Uh, we, 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 we love Snoop Dogg, but come on. Uh, I mean, of course, he's not going to be the rock. Jessica Carr is a great official. That's who I think was in the yes, ring. Yes, that's it. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I should have pressed this, but what? there you go. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah you still cold. Hey, but hey, we can still do it. Even if it's <laughs> delayed, it works. It's like when Shawn Michaels is on the computer you know for nxt and they're like hey this ain't aol anymore it's uh even technology's updated have you seen it where triple h and them are trying to you know type some in and you they're kind of making fun of their age you know they're getting older oh, right, it's a different i, term, so. I probably did see yeah. it,
0: but i don't rem- i don't remember it so okay. i'm gonna have to look well, back I, know, that.
1: I know that was random but leave it to me man leave it to <laughs> me
0: um Main event then, Roman Reigns versus Cody Rose. We kind of already talked about it a bit, to be honest. Um, but um, I don't think there's much more we can say about it. But um, it leads nicely into Raw. I mean, the match was good at WrestleMania, wasn't it? Unfortunately, you but know, Usos and, you know, it was cool to see Sammy and KO get involved. Although KO did drop a, a stunner on Roman before he got out of the ring, which was cool. And I think the buzz it around everybody, I, I thought Cody was going to do it. Until that Samoan spike from um, Solo, so one of the better, yeah, main, it's a main event. It was it, it, everybody was waiting for. It. I think when
1: the bell rang, I think the crowd cheered as well. So, as much as people were, you know, love the IC title match, I will say this was what the shows were built on. As much as I, I love the women matches, uh, taking nothing away from any match on the card, because to be at WrestleMania, that's that's huge and monumental. But this is what everybody was looking forward to, was the Cody Rhodes. Could he finish the story? We, we've always heard the prodigal son is returned home. And, you know, you've got Roman Reigns. You've got this guy that has just been so dominant. Is Cody Rhodes going to be that guy? A lot of people had that hope. But it just goes to show you he doesn't have to finish the story right then. I know, I know I touched on it because Triple H, a lot of it, what he was, what you read, he said, and uh, that they were, you know, there was still a lot there. And, uh, you know— it was evident. Uh, this match told a, a wonderful story. You you saw Cody greet his wife. Brandy was in the front row. It was negative one who was Brady Lee's son. That, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Hey He's still close with the family, and knowing there's still his the, the uh, widow still involved with AEW. I think that's what's wonderful about the wrestling community. Instead of bashing one or the other, that's what's neat to see Cody kind of bridge that divide, and uh, and stuff. And and like a lot of them, not just uh, t- referencing Rhodes here, but every time it looked like you know Rhodes was going to hit a big move or that moment where oh he's going to win it. This is this is his time. Roman would get his shoulder up, or you would, like you said, you would have the Usos interfere solo. Even with Zane and Owens, you thought, oh, this is definitely going to help him. And then he would kick out of there. or the referee had to take the bump, or Heyman would get up on the apron. There yeah. was always something. Uh, but it was just – they told it so wonderfully. Now, was it any better than the IC title match? Not necessarily, but they're two different matches. And you got to realize they're t- two different stories. Now, the story's bigger just because – with all due respect, because of being the main event and the titles. These titles on the line, no offense. uh um, but you know we we've touched on it. There there's not much really to add to it other than, than just little uh, points here and there. It was just uh, I like how Roman always looks like he knows he may lose the titles. I think that's another point of it yeah. where it looked like he sold it because the the facials and everything. That's why we we always look at their body language, how he's talking trash, then how he looks more. Uh, you know, humbled at the moment, and even Heyman's expressions are always, are are always terrific because he he sells it too, and th- that's what any good manager should do, or or wise man. Uh, shout out to Sappel <laughs> yeah. or wise man. I can't help it; he's going to go. Why you you guys keep mentioning? Because you are man. We're we're complimenting you. Uh, but no, that that's true. So uh, anything you want to add, Benny, being the host, out of no. respect. Speaking of acknowledging somebody, that's who I need to be acknowledging. Uh,
0: no, uh, no. To be honest, you've done really well there, mate. Um, yeah, we uh, we already touched upon it. Obviously, the, the thing I'll link it into quickly before we end is on Raw. Um, you know, Cody wanted a rematch. Then in there, didn't happen. Then, uh, Paul Heyman. You know, they he, he he said, "Well, we're here, so let's have a tag team match." Basically, Solo in Roman versus Cody. But then Paul put the thing: is whoever you team with, if you lose, they don't get a title shot against Roman ever. Until he, you know, until somebody else, until Roman's not the champion. Brock Lesnar came out. Now, Brock lost that right at SummerSlam, so it doesn't affect Brock. Fast forward to the end of the night, their team and they do the entrances and everything. You know, Brock's in there, then Brock F5s Cody, and for the next, what, 10 minutes, proceeds to beat down Cody hey, Rhodes. And it's like, why? There's no explanation why at the moment. We will, probably won't get that till either, I'm, I'm assuming it might get mentioned on SmackDown, but in terms of an actual answer, we probably won't see Brock until Roy assume again, brand split. It confuses us this the title. This is theme of this episode, but um,
1: there's a brand split. Well, yeah. Well, apparently so. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so, yeah. So it looks like we may have Brock and Cody going forward. Um, now, you know, I proffered a suggestion that maybe Cody doesn't win the title of Mania. Like I said, he doesn't necessarily have to. He still did something that somebody in his family's never done, and that's main event of WrestleMania. <laughs> so yeah, maybe Cody goes on and um, wins Money in the Bank. Maybe that is the case. Uh, unfortunately, ladies and gents, as we were coming up to the end of the show here, we lost uh, contact with Tyler. Uh, but we want to thank you very much for listening to the show. Uh, follow the show at In the Corner WWE on Twitter, uh, and hopefully we'll have technical difficulties aside uh, Tyler will be back next week I uh, hope you enjoyed the show I hope you enjoyed Wrestlemania I want to thank you very much for listening it's a shame we can't hear from Tyler to say goodbye at the end of the show but we very much appreciate it and we'll see you all again this time next week here on SJP Royal Media thank you very much